outside? Yeah. Oh my it's god. If, if I open the door, I, I almost think like Dracula. I do think that yeah. I would just disintegrate. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> It's been so long for me. It's been so long for me. I've been cooped up with the same people for 40 days, 17 hours a day, at least. Oh, God, I'm ready. I just want to throw up. I'm not going out. I don't know. I'm still going to work. I go to the supermarket. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't wear a mask. Well, I wasn't. I really wasn't until until it got to the point where you had to wear one. I would just go to the store. It's not that I don't care. I don't want to infect others. It's just that I know I don't have it. I feel great. Me going out to get a thing of milk for my family shouldn't mean, you know, killing some old woman. But if I know I'm not sick, I should be able to go out, you know? And I have no problem killing an old woman. <laughs> I, I'm actually I'll kill an old woman, but on my terms. Well, everyone, I would like to welcome everyone to the Try Not to Laugh podcast. I am Brandon. This is Andy with me, right, Angelo? I'm still Andy. You're still Andy. You're still there. Um, but I would like to welcome some very special guests. We've got two thirds of the comedy team. They host a comedy radio show, GovsRadio.com, yeah. and it is an awesome show. They interact with guests. They do call-ins, comments, all this awesome stuff. They do prizes. They play music. They have tons of fun. All sorts of great guests. And welcome, welcome. I'd like like to welcome you guys. Welcome you guys to a wonderful special guest. Andy, don't seem too excited. What what have you guys been up to with all this? I mean, what have you been doing? Has the show been going on for you? Is yeah. this this is Broadway, baby, right? Exactly. Oh, the, the, uh, the show must go on. We, as you can see, we're infecting each other already. So the club <laughs> is closed down where the radio station is. So um, since we're already together, we are actually still going in and still doing the show. It's been more of a challenge. It's been different because Eric can't can't come in and our you know we rely heavily on the comedians you know from the comedy club to come in and you know joke around with us. We haven't been able to do any of that, um, and and even just the whole place you know seeing the whole club empty is it's just a weird atmosphere. So uh, we're happy to still do it because it's you know we still have a sense of normalcy. We're still getting out of the house because we really hate our kids. So we're thrilled to get out of here. Like I said to everyone before, 40 days with my kids and my wife, 17 to 18 hours a day, there's there's a sense of hatred brewing. I'm not sure she even wants to be with me. I threw the ring out. I was assuming oh. that that she was going to kick me out at some point after this. I, I just thought that. Kids for child out. labor. Child labor is the only reason I had kids. So it's okay. just now I have to entertain them and talk to them. It's just, I got, you know, so I got to. I got to get out and go to the radio station. I don't even care if there's sick people there. I, I, I'm just going. I almost say the same thing. I almost will take my chances to get infected at this point, just so I can get out. But you're right. So the sense of normalcy, the going to the comedy club and doing it gives you that that sense that Andy and I were talking was talking about beforehand of uh, you got to stay in a in a rhythm, right? First of all, by continuing to do it, you'll keep your your timing, your comedic timing. If you stop doing it, you you know maybe you, that'll get out of rhythm. But it's it's also great because people uh, people need you. They need to hear comedy, right? At a, at a time when maybe things aren't as funny. Yes. Do you think they do, need us? They, you are you are an essential employee. All right. I'm I'm going to build you up right now, Buttercup. You you two are essential. <laughs> are essential to life. It's, it's air than comedy is what I feel. You know, the question is, how do you think this has affected comedy? It's funny. We spoke to one comedian on the phone the other day uh, who's normally a, just a, a great guy, a lot of fun. And 
I mean, it was almost immediately this, this guy was like, when we got him on the phone, he, you know, I think I'm just ready to kill somebody like this. This poor guy was so depressed. Um, it was hard to get a laugh out of him while we had him on the phone. Well, he's real. You know, he's just, yeah. he was just being real. Like, I thought yeah. he was good. But it is kind of – and it is like – it's weird driving to governors every day too because we usually you drive there and there's all these cars in the parking lot and there's such an energy in the building. And, you know, like especially, you know, during our show, our show's there in the morning, but we're there often at night as well. And you don't know who's going to walk down the hallway, who are you going to b- bump into? Like at first – it was kind of strange seeing all these comics and then now we're just used to seeing them and they're our friends. And so we, we miss the energy. We miss the people. But at the same time, like, I think, um, like when we've been asking people to call in like comics to call in and they're so thrilled to do it because they're so bored that, you know, someone who you wouldn't be able to get on the phone before is like, yes, can I call in tomorrow? <laughs> Has there been a guest that was a hard get for you that now because of the situation you finally got when you never thought that you were going to get them? President Trump. <laughs> oh. yeah, he, he called in twice. Now, um, um, Who, who's called in that we haven't gotten? Like we, like Chris Monty was on the phone with us, and yeah, but, he's, it, but he's been in the studio, and we, we've had him as a guest before. I'm trying to think of, but there are some people that they just don't have the time. They just really don't okay. have the time. But I don't know if that we've gotten anyone yet that we wouldn't have well, gotten. Well, just just yesterday we spoke to. Um, uh, are you guys familiar with the TV show Hunters on Amazon oh, with yeah. Al Pacino? Yeah, yeah, Hunter, Hunter, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the the um, the character's name is Joe. He's the um, the combat it, guy. Yeah, of uh, Asian descent. Um, he we actually got him on the show yesterday. Um, okay, okay. So you got the and, Hunters and, guy, the Asian Hunters guy uh, who <laughs> hunts the Nazis, right? Is that right? The one Asian that hunts Nazis. Okay, so you got yeah, him. He, um, but that you know that's the thing you know they're all everybody's home so by asking them you know they have nowhere to go so that they are looking. <laughs> I've been re- going on Twitter and I'm just taking a chance and I reached out to Steve Martin I reached out to Cheryl Crow I reached out to to right. Graham Nash and Graham Nash um, then responded to me and he sent me some private messages and we've we've been you're trying to work it out. Of course, he's now throwing me to his management, which basically means he's not coming on. But <laughs> that's, that's usually what that means. But it was, it was so cool to just be able to talk to him a little bit. But, um, yeah, but going back to the comedians, you, uh, it is a little weird for them right now because they're all, most of them, you know, they, this is their livelihood. So, you know, they're, they're all out of work. And a lot of them, they do stuff that, like, it, it doesn't even occur to you how busy they are even in their off time. I was talking to Chuck Nice, and I was like, so how's everything going with the coronavirus stuff? He's like, well, I'm losing gigs, and I'm losing um, a lot of public speaking stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy does public speaking, too. I didn't even think of that. So basically now he's just stuck at home. So whatever he could do from home is great. Then he's just working out of his home office. There's only so much you can really accomplish from there. Right, and it's just – it's tough. There's been a few comedians that have tried doing a few – um, specials or Facebook Live where they just do their act from their living room or, or you know, f- um, they go somewhere and, and do it, but there's no audience. That must so be they're tough. tough. You yeah, feed off of the no audience. Energy. Yeah, no, energy. no laughing, no energy. It's tough. Yeah. Hit their own laugh track. What I was going to say, what about if we do a laugh track? I mean, and we should have a laugh track on this show. I mean, why aren't we doing that? comics do that, you know, and it's. What do they do? They press a button, everything hit a button. <laughs> jo- Joey Cola, who's uh, one of my personal favorites, he 
he he's been doing it from his living room and his his wife. They, you know, he, he's even been using a microphone. And uh, oh, that's he gets hilarious. dressed up in a suit. Yeah, and his wife keeps hitting the. Uh, it's actually just like one long laugh track and <laughs> background to give you that feel of being in a club. But my that, that, oh, my favorite awesome. part of that was they finished the podcast and uh, they or they finished doing the live <laughs> and Joey sits down with his wife and and she brings over the iPad. And they're just sitting on the couch and they're talking like, yeah. And it was just this cute conversation. And all of a sudden the wife goes, did you turn it off? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh. <laughs> That's like, hilarious. That, that was my favorite part. It was really cute. That is hilarious. And that and that is good because that is the outlet that I think that comedians have at this point to connect with their audience is by going online or doing their podcast or uh, trying that. I mean, I, I can only imagine trying to listen to a laugh track as you feed off of the energy that comedians do. I, I don't know that. I think there's probably more people that opted out of that, right? Like Sebastian Maniscalco said he tried doing that and he just wouldn't. He's physical comedy. He said he would, he said right. he'd go out of the, uh, the, you know, right out of the box, you know, so he, he doesn't know how he can do his act. Joey Cola was an example. Is there anybody else do you think that's really kind of pulling together videos or really trying to maybe change what they do and it's working? It happens to be working. Is there anyone you can think of? Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, t it's tough because they um, – I mean, yeah, they're all doing lives and, and it's weird. I, I know a lot of them you – know, and I've seen musicians doing it too. They put out like a, a, a virtual tip jar or something, but – but like I said, a lot of people are home. It's not just the performers. A lot of people are home and, you know, not at work. So it's 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 weird to ask people for money when they're not making any either. Yep. That's what so I was Everybody seems to be in this quandary, you know, not knowing, you know, when they're going back to work, whether again, whether it's a comedian or a school teacher. If there was some kind of, OK, we're just going to stay in and wait this out and we'll be back in three months. You know, I think I personally think people would be able to enjoy, maybe enjoy this time off a little bit more because they have, you know, and they know when it's over, they know when they can get back, they can plan how they're going to handle things in the meantime. Or maybe they could write more. Andy, maybe we should start a relief fund, a comics relief fund. A maybe uh, just for uh, comedy in general or, or go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Either one. <laughs> See, I would like to do that instead of a go fund me. Maybe you do go fuck yourself dot com. Maybe it's a dollar <laughs> and you get to shit on any comedian. You do a roast and then every joke you got to give like a dollar or something like or that. Go roast me. Go roast me, Andy. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea. Like, yeah. yeah. And if that was win, the win. case, Sally, I'd, ha I'd have seventeen thousand dollars if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> I think going back to what you were saying, though, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people can't enjoy it because of all the uncertainty of it, you know, right. especially in the entertainment business. So like comedians mm -hmm. or anybody who would typically be on the road making money, they have to either get really creative with how they're going to make their business flourish or just kind of take a seat and just wait this thing out. Brandon, to answer your question, I think there are comics that I've seen online, especially like more local people who seem to be doing really well in this whole thing because people are sitting at home watching videos. A lot of numbers have gone down from like 11 to 19%. It might even be higher at this point. But, and I think that's just because people's, um, Andy, you can't tell them that they're not going to want to be on the show. If you talk, what Andy meant to say numbers, was, our numbers right, are up. What Andy meant to say is every other podcast is down. We happen to be seeing increases of 20, 25%. Hold on. Let me get my Excel document. Yeah. Hold on. Everyone yeah. else is down. Cause we're up. 
<laughs> just so you know, though, this one, I mean, you know, we're, we're not professional eaters, you know, we don't have that <laughs> talent, you know, so this episode, you know, you, your numbers are going to be like, yeah, sorry oh. in advance. Guys, I am a professional eater, so don't worry. Every day, all I do is eat. So I promise you that <laughs> I'm eating for all four you of us. You don't get a physique like that from uh, <laughs> yourself. But I think it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, especially in quarantine when you have nothing yeah. else to do. It's hard to build that up. It is true. But there are definitely a lot of comics, I think, that are doing well, like the ones that are doing videos. That was my point, that like the audio is doing okay, but the videos seem to be doing really well. So we've been pushing a lot more of our videos, and the counts are doing phenomenal. Anthony Rodia. Yes. He, his following, has doubled. how much he's getting, yeah. I don't know if it was when he first started with you guys, but I was kind of that's when I took notice of him and his following is at like 140,000. Now he's at 300 something thousand. Yeah. And his videos that's are getting over a million plays. Like yes. he has three, five minute videos are getting over a million plays. It's crazy. I, and now he's at home every day recording stuff, talking about the coronavirus, which, yeah. which but, is good because he has a built in fa fan base now that are going to come out and see him when eventually. But Andy, it's funny that you say the video is great. Going so video is awesome. Video is a supplement, right? But obviously the re, the live show. So the question is, will comedy clubs have to change? So the 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 monetary value of a comedy club is you you stick people in like sardines and you make them pay for drinks, right? But right. they are so close. Like I have people sitting on my lap when I'm at a comedy club. It's basically yeah. like like sit three high and then ten deep each right. you know table. So now the question is. With all this social distancing, how is a comedy club going to make money? That's how they make money. We've been reading articles where, that say that a lot of health experts are recommending that comedy clubs and concerts don't even don't even get back up and running till the fall of next year. Correct. So, so you've, well, you've heard that too, and mm -hmm. so, I mean that in itself uh, is, is scary. What the hell, you know? What the hell are these these poor guys going to do? Um, I personally hope that when Hopefully there'll be a vaccine by the, whenever they open up and, and they'll be able to just pack them in like they like they have been instead of I mean, I, you think of something like a like a baseball game. What are you going to do? You're going to take the seats out so that you're six feet away from the person next to you. It's just right. You, you're not going to be able to do that. Do you you're think not. that over time they're going to say, OK, six <laughs> feet maybe is uh, is a little bit extreme uh, now that this thing, you know, we've we've not only flattened the curve, but, you know, we've we've kind of got a grip on this thing. And the numbers are so low that the reported cases are, say, um, you know, in the hundreds yeah. instead of six feet, maybe a safe distance is a foot. And now it's every right. other seat in the stadium. That That's what I'm hoping that, you know, there'll be a vaccine and, that you know, just like uh, swine flu and everything else. It'll just be another flu that you get the vaccine for. You don't have to worry. Yeah, but Andy, uh, even every other seat, even if you do that, you know, like every other seat, you know how much money is lost by that? Even right. if, if you, you take, start charging more? Yeah, exactly. So all of us are now going right, to have so to spend actually, a – Cracker Jacks is going to be $27 a box, Andy, just for that tiny little price. the 25 they charge now. <laughs> Mets tickets are already like 12 bucks. Who cares? Like, oh, I don't mind, I don't mind paying the 18 The Mets Andy, aren't losing right now, so we're happy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I was going to say. It's $25. It's going to be like $57 to park at uh, Citibank. Yeah. And that, so now all of us lose because they, they have to make the same amount of money. But the same thing may happen with comedy clubs, and I hope not. Instead of right. instead of $20 plus a two drink and maybe like $40 plus a two drink just to just to make the same amount of money. And then so it all gets pushed on to us, and then there's winners and losers. And then how many people want to spend double the amount for the same thing? Yeah. You know, now you go down this rabbit hole, it, you know? You gotta get creative, you know. Be a smart yeah. businessman. Make it uh, keep the ticket prices the same. Make it a six drink minimum. Get everybody wasted. 
All right, that yeah. I can do. You know what? You tell me I have to buy six drinks, I go oh, for eight. Wow. I go eight. All right. right. And, the, and then the taxis and the Ubers get more business. And exactly. See, you know, has a domino effect. I would do the six drink minimum. You see, that I can see. Keep the tickets the same. I, I wonder if some people are thinking right now, like, can we laugh or should we laugh? That's the question. We're all, uh, you know, I, I, me, that's how I deal with all my problems. I just laugh it off and try to make a joke about it. But uh, do you think there's some people like, why are you laughing now? There's nothing to laugh about. Why do we care about comedians? Why do we care about comedy? I don't know. What's, what's your take on that? Does <clears throat> Who was it? There was one comedian that said that there, there's no way he's going to do any coronavirus jokes ever. Um, ever? Yeah. He, he said it just, it's, you know, all the because of all the poor people who have died and all the people who have been affected by this, he just doesn't see the, the humor in it at all. And he said he's never going to touch it. Yeah, um, and he's like, it's fun that other people are doing. There's going to be right. plenty. He goes, every single comic is going to come out and do it. He's like, it's no big deal that I'm not. I'm just not going to be a part of it. You know? But then he's going to go and make a pedophile joke after that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Andy, take down my my corona. It's funny till you get it. All right, so in yeah. reality. And even then, I'll find the humor in it. I don't know. I I, I don't yeah, think anything should be off it, the table. So. If you appreciate comedy, any everything. Uh, if I was hooked up to, uh, uh, what is what are one of those things, an incubator? Yeah, no, uh, yeah. Andy would roast me right there. I mean, he, yeah. he'd be like, you can't breathe fat. So, huh? What's the matter? <laughs> Passageway's gone fatty. There, there's certain lines you shouldn't cross. Brandon will come to me with an idea and I'm like, eh, I don't know. We may get in trouble with such and such group of people. Or I'll Actually, come to I'm him the with an idea. Do, does it to you more. Yeah, I'm the one that's the roast Andy in more. Yeah. In fact, I'll bring it up right now. I'll probably have to edit it out. I went to Brandon the other day. I was like, hey, Brandon. We should do a funny skit where you interview me. I am a flaming version of a gay guy, but I am the COVID-19. And <laughs> a gay COVID. So you're interviewing, okay. yeah, so you're interviewing me and you're like, uh, so I've got uh, an exclusive with uh, the COVID-19. And I'm like, hey, Brandon, this is COVID. My friends call me Cove. So listen, um, I, I just wanted to let you know. I, I fucking hate old people, okay? I'm not after the young people because they're cute and sexy. Like, I just, I can't stand looking at them. They're all wrinkly and gross and all their clothes are out of style and I'm just going to fucking kill all of them, okay? <laughs> and in 20 years, you're next. But I see you're right, but I'm going to tell you guys why. Because there's a formula for this, okay? Comedy equals tragedy plus time, Andy. Comedy, tragedy so plus time. a little bit longer. We could do this in like, Two three months from now, sure. But there's something to be said about you know the cur you know being current with it too, right? I when guess. the Kobe thing happened, I literally I saw the thing pop up on Google. My first instinct, I opened up Photoshop, made a meme, got like seventeen thousand hits right it then. It did. It did. He did. Do, I mean, that's pretty good. But that you, you're right. It, it there it, it does have to be relevant. But listen, people still make nine eleven jokes. You're never going to please anybody. You know, we. Everyone. You had Louis C.K. Hopefully, you please someone. <laughs> what did I say? You're never going to please anyone. <laughs> uh, <is that> <laughs> just forget it. You're In my case, gonna, anybody. I just so have to please happy. anybody. <laughs> we 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 saw Louis C.K. when he um, he played at Governor's, and I think it was last summer when he's work trying to work on his comeback, work on new material. They weren't allowed to, but someone snuck turned their phone on and they got a, a, a the clip went around a little bit of him. He said something about. Um, somebody with autism. And, and, you know, of course I was starting to make a, some headlines a little bit. Yeah, please. Everybody. You're right. You're always going to hit a subject that somebody's not going to, somebody's not going to like. So I, you know, you just can't worry about it. Yeah. I think like a great comic can make every single 
topic funny because even though even though you're going through it you want to see it in a different light and make it a little bit better and that's what comics do so it, but you have to be a really good comic to pull something like right that off but i actually really thought that was funny i mean could you imagine Seinfeld? what's the deal with covid 19 why do they call it cancer? It doesn't come in a can. <laughs> <laughs> going forward, what is your next plan of action? What do you think now the next uh, couple of months are going to look like for you guys? What do, what do you want our audience to do to maybe try and help support you? How can we do that? How can right, because you guys actually have not only a radio show, but you guys do a live show. <clears throat> yeah, which which really sucks. We've lost we've lost a lot of a lot of work. Are you talking about the Knock and Dead comedy? Yeah, the Murder, Murder Mysteries. Mysteries. Okay. Yeah. You know, just last night on the calendar, got a, you know another notification. You know, t- tomorrow night show's been canceled. I was like, ah, oh, man, like you don't get used to seeing that, you know. And it's uh, yeah, it's aggravating because uh, you again, you don't know when it's gonna come back, and yeah, it hurts the wallet, and and it's what you do. Like now, we you know we would have worked last night. We'd be preparing for a show tonight. It's us. You just, you just I, de- I know, I know. He's crying, Andy. Uh, he may need your fifty dollars an hour. Uh, Andy is now a psychologist. He charges fifty an hour, and I, I understand. You, you, we all identify with comedy. It's just who we are in, internally. It's what we love. It's what we adore. It's what we get up every day for. It's just comedy. So I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. I think that a way that people can help you is go to govsradio.com. Check, check out all the things that you do. Um, email. You know, listen, e- email Sally and Tony at govsradio.gmail.com. Let them know if you have any thoughts on how to help out. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, like you said, eventually we, fundraisers may have to happen or all these different ways to Sponsor their show. Sponsor. Yeah. Thank you. Sponsor. Yeah. I mean, I've wanted to eat Bell. What is it, Bella Vita Pizza? Is that it, Bella? <laughs> I mean, I've wanted to eat at that pizza place now for God knows how long. I live in North Carolina. Can I DoorDash that? That's a question. That's what I might cost you a little bit, but you can try. It. <laughs> is that a four hundred dollar DoorDash charge? <laughs> I want to thank you guys so much for just giving us some of your time, coming in, talking comedy. Well, and, and I, I, I'd like to thank you because you guys, you guys have been huge supporters. Andy's been a big help uh, helping us out on, in, you know, in the background with some tech stuff. You, you know, it's we we thank you for having us and and all the support. You guys are uh, good friends. We we really appreciate the time. Well, no problem. We Absolutely. are glad to help. It's it's been all me. It's all me. Everything I do is great. It's spectacular. It's awesome. Andy does absolutely nothing. I just give him Lysol bombs. That's it. He loves it. Look at his complexion. It's just like mine. Okay. I'd like to thank Sally. I'd like to thank Tony for being part of my team, my very special team. Okay. Amazing. (laughs) And now I'm going to fire them. (laughs) well thank you guys for coming in this is another awesome uh video experience for try not to laugh podcast i am brandon this is andy we've also got sally and tony we're all going to do this together one two three see See you you later Thank you for listening to TNTL Podcast. You can follow, subscribe, and share on all obligatory podcast and social media platforms by searching at TNTL Podcast. 